What's going on, everyone? Welcome to Round Tripper here on 89.1 WXVU. It is Monday, December 2nd. Happy December, everyone. I heard Connor speaking to that again. Hello? Hello? I hear that very clearly. If anyone can text me right now that they can hear Conrad, that would be very, very helpful because we're testing out the different mics. Um, So if anyone can just tell me if they heard Conrad, guys, can you just talk into that one too? Hello? Hello? Little quiet. Hello? 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 Pat? Hello? (laughs) Some great radio. Yeah, so if people could just (laughs) let me know. Going from far back. I know that yours is fine. (laughs) Great start. Great start. (laughs) We're on fire to start the show. <laughs> Welcome to my hell. Uh, <laughs> hey, this, is, this is public radio, Pat. Uh, <laughs> my, mom, my mom listens to this. All right. We have we have the all clear. People can hear us. We're good. So that's fantastic. We have four mics for five people then, which is nice. First time in a long time we've it's had better that. Than five, three for five. <laughs> yes. So we are making progress. Thank you for those for texting me. But so how was everyone's Thanksgiving? Best Thanksgiving ever. Was it really? Best Thanksgiving ever, Pat. <laughs> why is that? Uh, well, we'll get into why that yeah. is actually in a little bit. Twenty six fifteen. <laughs> I had a pretty good Thanksgiving too. Raise your hand if your team won on Thanksgiving. We didn't play on Thanksgiving, so well, if your team won this weekend, our team also didn't win this. Week. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's not the point. Oh, so <laughs> we're we're in the winners <laughs> corner over here. With the pleasant trees. <laughs> Okay. You you could see uh, who raised their hand if you were watching the Instagram live. That's true. I, well, I'll get to that in when a second. Instagram live is it up? Round underscore triple twenty three. Well, now I'm not going to say it when I run through the shoutouts. You I can do it again. Will. I'll do it again. <laughs> All right. Before our shoutouts, as always, thank you to Connor, Jordy, Megan, Jules, Shannon, Joe, Rebecca, Rick, Dan, Brian, Jack, Madeline, Mark. Uncle Ken, Auntie Anne, Marie, Joe, Johnny, Mom, Dad, Bears, King, Sherwoods, Woods, Moyes, everyone, and anyone. Thank you so much for listening. Again, the Instagram where we are currently live is round underscore tripper 23. The podcast goes live every Tuesday morning on iTunes and Spotify. Just search round tripper two words. A couple updates. Uh, first off, uh, City Six champions for the co-ed flag football team. So dominant performance. Dominant performance. I watched from the sidelines. <laughs> yes, Matt had a bum like. So um, we had a crushing win over Temple and Drexel to take home the title as best team in the city. Sherwood, do you have a grand total for how Relay for Life was for your November uh, 22nd event? Over $17,000 fundraised. Over $17,000 for cancer research. Thank you for the support. Of course. Conrad, do you have something you'd like to tell people? Uh, Sure. Yeah. Sure. (laughs) I guess. I guess so. Yeah. uh, So I'm officially employed. I took a job offer in Madison, Wisconsin. (laughs) uh, For Epic. So... Now I just have to get through the school. <laughs> Congratulations. So. No, that is fantastic. And uh, right before we get into it, Sherwood, I heard you paint houses. Yeah, I do. <laughs> we'll get to a quick Irishman review at the end of the show. But all right, so we're going to jump into some college football. No monologue today because there's just too much to get into. The monologue will make a return eventually. Maybe. Possibly. Pat's recaps in the fantasy yeah. football. They'll yeah. make that, it hey, that, I promise, yeah, I promise for the playoffs... There will be recaps. Yeah, but yes. then I'm not in it anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll still make references I to you. Money for, uh, I paid money for. I paid money for. I want to say something nice about Birdman's team. That's, That's why true. I paid money. That's I paid true. money for two things: integrity in the league, uh, yeah, which, which, has been <laughs> which was violated, <laughs> and for recaps every week. And what if we not be getting? I want money. Back. <laughs> <laughs> I want a full refund. Moy's on the way to a win. 
Kid's on the way to a win. Sherwood's on the way to a win. And my playoff hopes rely on beating Conrad tonight. (laughs) You have what? I need three points out of Chris Carson to make the playoffs. I heard heard, he's, yeah, he's got a bum ankle. He's not going to suit up. I bench him now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, but we're not going to joke about that because I missed the playoffs. Yes, if Conrad wins, I do not make the playoffs. I'm just going for not last place in the league right now. You, I think you're okay. Which I think is guaranteed, but you are okay with that. Uh, Congratulations to Sam on the seller. But all right, so we'll get into it. We're going to start with the Iron Bowl. Auburn defeats Alabama 48-45, ending Alabama's playoff chances. Was this the Bonix? that we were kind of expecting coming into the year with all the hype we heard about him? I think a little bit. I think definitely he played very well. They had, what, they had three? Was there three or four different non-offensive touchdowns? Oh, absolutely. There were two, what, two interception two returns for a touchdown? They had, Alabama uh, had a kick return for a touchdown uh, as well. Yeah, what's his face? He's really... Um, <laughs> and then... <laughs> <laughs> I knew that was coming. <laughs> Start here. Yes. I, uh, in full discretion, I didn't know who Bo Nix was. Yeah, I just thought he was the quarterback. I wasn't sure. Hey, you got it right. You got um, it right. But yes, no. So Auburn had the two pick sixes as well. Definitely, I would say we're the beneficiaries of some luck in it. In that the second pick six, the hundred yard pick six, should have been a touchdown, um, but it was underthrown, and uh, Najee Harris kind of deflected off his arm and was returned for the touchdown. But on Auburn, I mean, Nick's fifteen of thirty. 173 yards, touchdown, no interceptions, which is the key. Just an Alabama defense that thrives off of turnovers. Really didn't give it to him. Also, 44 yards and a touchdown on the ground. It, obviously, fantastic performance for Knicks. Huge win for Auburn. And it tastes even better because Alabama's playoff chances now done. Um, so, how do we feel about this season for Alabama? Obviously, the, it's usually national championship or bust. Even with Tua going out, still an incredibly talented team. Definitely the best receiving core in all of college football. Najee Harris is a stud. And coming up short. I mean, you can't. I mean, it was definitely a down year. I mean, no one's going to look back in the Alabama season based on what they've been expected to do and perform like in the past and say this was a good season. Um, that being said, I by no means think that Nick Saban is suddenly falling off a cliff and Nick Saban <laughs> no. is going to become, you know, not one of the top recruiters in the country. There are arguments out there that this is that if Dabo Sweeney and Clemson win the national title this year, this becomes Dabo Sweeney's college football. Like he becomes a superpower and everyone mm-hmm. else falls under him. It's been Alabama for like that for a long time. I'm curious what your takes on that are. Because I very much think this is still Alabama's. Alabama's still the New England Patriots, the New York Yankees, mm-hmm. the top, you know, the top flight, the upper echelon, like the one of one best program in the country. And it's been like that for like the last 10, 15 years. Um, but there are arguments out there that if Clemson were to win this year, you can start to see a uh, passing of the torch. Yeah, absolutely. I still give it to Alabama. I just look around that roster and it's incredible what he's able to do um, just year in. And year out with Clemson, they've benefited from obvious like Sweeney's done an you know incredible job down there. So don't want to take anything away from that. But you can't ignore the scheduling, especially with the power of the ACC. I'm sorry, Mr. Wake Forest over there. Uh, I saw a stat today that the ACC went four and twelve against Power Five opponents this year. Two of those wins came from Clemson. So two and twelve against um, the ACC if you take or against other Power 5 conferences outside of Clemson. It's just really weak conference scheduling. They've also obviously had a great job through Deshaun Watson and now Trevor Lawrence. That definitely helps ease the transition. I'm not sure what I'm watching going on in front of me right now, but I'd still give it to Alabama, even as impressive as Clemson has been over the past couple of years. I think that 
Um, I disagree with a little bit with you, Matt. I think that it's. I think Clemson and Bama are both top. I think it's instead of being one or one, think I think two. I think one A and one B. I I think that like I think Davos made it where Clemson is now like the top along with Bama. I think it's up there. I think that was the thing I take a look at is what's very surprising is how many points Bama gave up in their two losses because mm-hmm. they lost. Um, what was it? it was forty LSU 45. and Auburn gave up and, over forty points yeah, both they times. Gave up forty six to LSU. Granted, Joe Burrow's a very good quarterback, which you know consensus Heisman top what top three top five pick if not mm-hmm. he's going number one. Um, that's why I think it's just if you take a look at the SEC, the SEC thrives on having a really good defense. You take a look at the LSU Bama games of years past; those were what those were nine six, yeah, fourteen They're ten games. games. They were fairly, yeah. yeah, because of the defense. And you take a look at this; is it's it's a very uncharacteristic Alabama team of. Mm-hmm. This was such had, a different. They have incredible weapons. You take a look at that. I was convinced halfway through the game. I thought Bama's played their way into the playoff. If I if Bama would have won, I was very concerned of what's the community going to do with Mac Jones. Is mm-hmm. he's not too. He's not a great quarterback. But you take a look at all those weapons that they have on offense. I thought that they had played their way in the playoff. Uh, yeah, I thought they were going to. If they beat Auburn, I still think they would have been yeah, the fourth. Jones, yeah, no scrub yeah. too. Like it's no, no, it's very true. Forty-two points. Yeah, like, yes. yeah. Just, against a good if Auburn if defense on the road. If you're going to Bama, you're not. You're not. You're not some walk-on quarterback. You're like look, like look at two years ago. It was Jalen Hurts, and like the backup was Tua. And mm-hmm. it's like if you're if you're on the Bama team, like that's why their kicking is so poor. Is because they use all their all their scholarships on blue chip and five star recruits. So that way is it's like second, third, fourth string guys are great kick, great players and their kickers are walk ons yep. as opposed to other schools use you know they use burn scholarship, scholarship they use on them. Scholarship. Yeah. and it's like Bama's so good where it's like no we're not going to burn we're not even going to burn a scholarship on a kicker yep and look at what happened and to your point too sure what I saw a stat today on ESPN first take and to be fair it's one of the most biased stats <laughs> I just like the way they worded it. But they said uh, Alabama's defense versus uh, versus Auburn and LSU this year versus Alabama's defense versus Auburn and LSU the last three years. To be fair, Auburn and LSU this year are very different teams than three years ago. But this year, they're giving up an average of 42 points um, against Auburn and LSU. And the previous three years, they've given up an average of 10 points to those teams. Now, I mean, again, by a stat that doesn't tell the whole story, but it is worth noting that if you were in Alabama, especially, you think these great, this great powerhouse, this great defensive school, you know, when's the last time Nick Saban gave up 45 points twice in the same, the same year? Gave yeah. 40 plus twice the same year. Yeah, it, it hasn't it's such a different yeah. team. And to your point, too, with the kicking, I saw this stat that no team in Division One since Saban got there has missed more field goals in Alabama. Then, no team. Oh, I told my dad. It's I 101. Said, if you remember, the what it was a 2008, 2018 National Championship where Tua threw that touchdown pass. If you think back to the fourth quarter, Bama has the ball back three minutes left, drives 33-yard field goal straight down the middle. And the guy hooks it. So mm-hmm. it's like, you obviously you look back, you circle the kick six, which is you know, <laughs> an awesome play, which is like, that was what, that was a 54 yarder. So you kind of can't, you know, say that was a kick he should have made. The kick this week, he easily should have made. But it's like, they also, they also missed the kick in the national championship game that this game doesn't go to, that game doesn't go to overtime. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Connor, did you have something you want to say? Uh, I was just going to circle back to the Clemson, Alabama debate. <laughs> and I think, like you said, with the the conferences that Alabama being the SEC, what they have to play Auburn, LSU, and those tougher teams definitely, I think, still keeps them one, um, one a because I think if Clemson were to win this year, while they have been in the national championship for the last 
three, four years. Mm-hmm. I mean, their schedule's just not the same as Batman. Schedule's and, not and the same, but I think, but yeah. I think if they if they win this one, that's back to back. I think that the back end of the decade is to be dominated by Clemson. Yes, mm-hmm. which I would give, and I think that gets them into at least like right now. I think everybody thinks they're clearly a number two. If they win this year, I think it's like a then one A, one wide B. Open conversation but one A is still Alabama, which mm-hmm. is also just a, a, as impressive to piggyback onto that. It's impressive to how good of a recruiter and coach Dabo Sweeney. Yes. one hundred percent. To turn Clemson I mean, to the powerhouse, it's so that it clear, is. easy yeah. to recruit guys to the SEC because you're like you. If you you're a high you're, football player. You hear SEC. I'm you're like, like I'm in. Like, yeah. I'm I don't care even what I'm getting. Even if I'm playing against Tennessee, I have a chance yeah. to play against these top schools. I can show yeah. scouts that I'm I'm this high caliber player that I deserve to be going on to the next level. Clemson's playing against BC and Wake Forest. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's just it's a, very it's different. Apples and oranges. It's not Did you hear that, Wake Forest? No, it's fine. It's a tough story. No, that's <laughs> fine. No, but it is very true. You go to, you look at any SEC game, it's a tough game. It's, you're, and what you said is, but like the top recruits are going outside of Arkansas. Tennessee's still bowl eligible there, and that's that's tough to do. Missouri's bowl eligible. That's it's tough to get because what they'll get two or three games. I mean, you look at the, the you look at the final four. Two of them are SEC schools, yeah. and you mm-hmm. can make yeah. an argument if Alabama won and one of those other te- teams that yeah, they'd be that three. They could be three. They could three of the top four of one of those other teams that weren't SEC. Lost. It's like Clemson yeah. lost, yeah. Yeah. or if Ohio State lost to Michigan, which yeah. yep, yeah, which, which we'll get into. But I, but I think the toughest thing for Clemson is. Not having a good Florida State team to beat that to get like is not having a good Florida State team when yeah. Jimbo was there. They also have to be perfect. Yeah, no, that's true. You can yeah. like that's why it's like I looked at it. I think LSU and Ohio State. I might be getting ahead of it, but I've already punched their tickets. They're yeah. in. Yeah, if yeah. Loses, either way, they're out. it's like you like they're every week is a playoff, which is unbelievable because I mean it's constant. Like why? How did mm-hmm. you not put them in? Oh wait, they're playing Duke and they beat them by three points. Yeah. That's tough. Yeah, and they and they had to take they had to take UNC who's six and six to a two point conversion that yeah. UNC yeah. could have won. You know, won. It's, it is very and that's why and it's like but at the same time they got Trevor Lawrence one of the best but ETN's one of the best running backs it, in the country. Incredible. Yeah, yeah ETN's like, amazing. They have so many great athletes, but that's why to look at having Lamar Jackson was awesome because it was great for Clemson as good as it was for Louisville. Great for the it's better. That's what yeah. it is. It's better because it's it's put games on the schedule of. It's two versus six, and it's like whoever wins that it game. Also, it also put them on ESPN. And yeah, everyone's yeah. Watching it's them. true. It yeah. puts them at that seven. How many games if, if people watching the Clemson? They don't play anyone. No, it's like and they're, they're put like I talk about that all the time with my family. Like the ACC games that are on at nighttime are like NC State versus Duke, and it's yes. like, it's like they're oh, not good. I would rather watch Shark Tank. Yeah, like, <laughs> yes. no, but it's literally, it's like let me turn it on like the ICC game that's on. It might yeah. be Ole Miss LSU, but that's it's still a better. It's game. gonna be a better yeah. game. No, I, stuff. I, absolutely. And that's, it used to be the FSU, sorry, Pat, the FSU no, and Clemson games were, like, amazing. Yes. With they were box Watson. office. Yeah, yeah. they were, you like, had to watch them. Yeah. No, absolutely. And just on Auburn quickly, this is an exciting time for Auburn as well. Going 9-3 and three this year, um, only losses to at Florida, at LSU, home against Georgia. Bo Nix going into a sophomore year. Whitlow, the top running back, about to be a junior. This is an exciting Auburn team, and they should only continue to grow and should definitely be contenders next year in the SEC West. So just a team to watch, obviously getting kind of that cherry on top win over Alabama. And as well, just remember that that win over Oregon to start off the oh, season yeah. as well. So Auburn, definitely a team to watch. Going into a game that Matt referenced before, Ohio State continued their domination over Michigan with a 56-27 to victory at the Big House. What does Michigan do with Jim Harbaugh? Now, Harbaugh has brought <laughs> Michigan back from basically being irrelevant under Rich Rodriguez and Brady Hoke. But he can't get over this hump where Michigan is a nice team every year, but they get the doors blown off them by Ohio State every single year. They gave up 63 to them last year, if memory serves me right, 56 this year. Harbaugh has never beaten Ohio State. What does Michigan do? 
I mean, Michigan's turned into a basketball school. <laughs> Huge week for Michigan hoops. Yes. Which is just unbelievable. Yeah. Big win out of Atlanta. They got the biggest stadium like in the country. And they've been turned into a, their best their best sport is men's basketball. It's unbelievable. I think he got a can Harbaugh at this point. He's done a great job getting him to where they are. But I mean he's he hasn't won the big game. He's mm-hmm. given he's gone what? Is he 0-5 against Ohio mm-hmm. State or something like that? I mean at this point you gotta can him. Or you're gonna have Marvin that's like was it Marvin Lewis and the Bengals who stuck around for like forever? Years? Yeah. So who are you gonna who are you gonna replace him with? I mean, that's, I mean, that's, that's the, the key. That is the no key. If you him. get rid of him, you have to bring someone in. If, that you bring brings you to the national championship level. Mm-hmm. Put, put it put it this way. I think if you keep Norval, you're gonna you're gonna accept <laughs> nobody's picking up all you said. Here's my thing. I feel like if you, if you keep Harbaugh, you're just gonna accept that you're this. Mm-hmm. You're this good, not great team, and you're gonna keep trotting along till you know you find another coach who's eventually gonna gonna get you there, which basically means you're settling for mediocrity average in the eyes of Michigan of Michigan fans. Which if you're Michigan, you have a hundred thousand person stadium. Yep. You can't do that. You know, even if it means taking a risk and just going getting someone that you know you don't really know it's gonna work, it's gonna make change things up. Yeah, you still gotta do it. Harbaugh's been there long enough, he's proven that it's it's not gonna work. Yeah, like you're setting yourself up for every year playing in the Chick-fil-A bowl. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which uh, isn't bad. Which, which is, I mean, for it, a lot of schools, it's, it's fine. Good. Yes. It's, but, but for Michigan State. But it should be an off year. It's your setting yourself up for the Chick exactly. Play Bowl, the Cotton Bowl, and every other non playoff college football playoff year of going to the Rose Bowl. Like this year, how it'll be the second, how, yeah. where it's. But that's why you're setting yourself up. You, you which gotta is spread, fine. Which is, but you have to sprinkle in at Michigan, you know, which is good for any program. Mm-hmm. But what Michigan is, you got to sprinkle in that college football playoff just to keep people on their toes. It's like, it's not the same thing as Notre Dame, but it's like if Notre Dame were to be that model of average forever, like they would, they're still a very reputable program. They're going to big games, but I mean, alumni and anyone who's a fan of Notre Dame are just gonna, they're going to be up in arms. They're going for their head. Yeah, exactly. And I think it's the same thing happens with Michigan if you stay on this path you're on right now. And I I texted Pat before the game. I said, if Harbaugh wins, this game, I think it's a lifetime contract. Yep. If, yep. Absolutely. If he goes in there yeah. in the big house, knocks out, knocks especially off, like they're playing this year, knocks mm-hmm. off Ohio State out of the like out of the playoffs, quote unquote. Yep. It's like how you know sign here for sign like here's a blank check. Yeah. Stay here. Yeah. No, I, I agree, and I think that they keep Harbaugh because of trying to get that replacement that will elevate them. It has to be the top, top tier of coach, and I'm not sure which coach would leave. The one coach that I think would be very interesting would be Matt Rule at Baylor, yeah. who has transformed that program that was dead in the water after all the scandals that happened under Art Bryles. They've just, they were went from nothing to where they are now, where they're in the Big 12 championship game, will play against Oklahoma. Rule's gotten some attention by the NFL. The Jets interviewed him last year, would have given him the job except he asked to redo, redo like their entire coaching staff, and the Jets didn't want to do that and wanted to have uh, player personnel control as well. And he's an offensive coach. And that's something that Michigan has just not had a very good offense in a long time. I know Harbaugh, of course, is a defensive coach, but they brought in this new offensive coordinator this year. We're supposed to run this kind of revolutionized offense, and it hasn't been there. And I don't think Shea Patterson's the answer at quarterback. I think that's a part of it. But because of that, and because I don't think that they can kind of have the allure to bring in a top, top guy, I think Harbaugh stays. Jeff Fisher in there. Now that would be a fun hire. But also, too, Harbaugh comes out at halftime and says, I'm confident about the defense. J.K. Dobbs ran for J.K. Dobbins, four touchdowns. Justin Fields didn't throw the ball. He didn't have to. They gave the ball the the Dobbins 35 times. 14 and 31. He didn't have to throw the ball. Four touchdowns. But it's like you can't go in there and be like, we're. Let's, let's, let's run the ball down their throat Literally, at halftime. Let's not make an adjustment and let's have the same thing keep happening. They scored 14 right. points every quarter. <laughs> like, 
that's that is that is like running at football. home yeah, at, for against yeah, Michigan as, at home. Yeah, just that's that's like, unacceptable. We're gonna bully you. We're just like we're just we're just gonna dominate yeah, you. We're just gonna. That's what it is it's domination. And they're running the ball. The, the, yeah. Their drives take eight minutes at yeah. a time. Like exactly. these are not quick drives. Yeah, they don't punt. They, they it's touched on every single time to touch the ball. Yeah. yeah, and also too, they had like Michigan had some mental mistakes too. As you look at. They had it close to the goal line, fumbled snap. Fumbled. They yeah. had a fourth and four on the punt, jumped all sides. It's the same thing. It's missed the like, uh, extra point after the first touchdown of the game. Is it's like, you go out, I mean, to a certain point, that's coaching. It is. Yeah. Talk, and, that, and that's what I'm saying. Part of it is like, it's the biggest game of the season. It's it, it, like, I, whatever bowl game they go to, it's not bigger than the game against Ohio mm-hmm. State. Mm-hmm. And they just didn't come out to play. Like, I, I don't want to say they didn't come out to play, but they weren't. They weren't prepared. They weren't exactly. Yeah. Like they weren't crisp. They weren't like they didn't pay attention to details. They weren't out there going like this is what we've got to do. I mean, it's one thing if you're just not as talented of a team, like yeah. but, and, and say say you play the best possible game you can and you still lose just because you're the not talented yeah. team. Fine, you can hang your hat on that. But what you can control is, like you said, jumping off sides, stupid penalties that you yeah. don't have to take, and just playing your assignment and playing the best you can. Yeah. And that comes from coaching and being prepared. And they clearly weren't that for yeah. this game. And that when it's one versus thirteen. Like well, that's exactly what it when just talent wise and when it's a top fifteen matchup, this game should be no more than seven to thirteen points. It shouldn't be a nineteen point at win, the most. Or it, twenty nine. At the most, you get like a yeah. turnover and yeah. it's like a twenty. Yeah, where, yeah, where it just but flips like, like flips out. Yeah, no, but this game yeah. has to be close, especially a rivalry game. It's like I can see if this is Michigan they get, they get, Penn State. Thirty ball. They got beat by thirty. Yeah, it's I like just that. you can't have come that. on. I just don't understand how like Pat said earlier, you give up sixty three or last year and you let them come in and do it again like that has to come mm-hmm. out of coaching where every That's humiliating every year this keeps happening you have to have as a player as a coach this game circle i don't care what their record going to they could have been unranked going to this game mm-hmm. you got to put up a better effort than putting up 56 in your own house knowing that they can do it get seeing all the national yeah. attention this is supposed to be a rivalry is it anymore because michigan just doesn't show up for these games and I think that has to be on the coach or something. I mean, because that's a it's absurd. You can't call us a rivalry. If if nah, you're getting blown up, ask Professor Bradley. If you're getting blown up by about thirty points two years in a row, and you haven't since John Harbaugh has been there, not even close to winning one of these games. They no matter who the coach of Ohio State eight is. years now, correct, Stroud? Eight. I think it's. I thought it was seven, but it might be eight. And and maybe seven it's seven. It's seven or eight years without beating. And Ohio the State kids now. have changed. Mm-hmm. The coach hasn't, so it has to be on the coach. Yeah, I mean, either way, too. Like, if you're Michigan, you've you view of your season successful or not as if you beat Ohio State. And how do you? Yes, fall? that's it. Especially like, once you know it. you can't make it to a playoff. Well, what about that? Oh, this is your championship game. What about the one year that they they were? I think was it Michigan was ranked four. It was one versus four. Yeah, mm-hmm. or like two. It was. I think it was last year. It was a top four matchup. Yeah, I think it was last. I think it was last year. Was last and year. they put up sixty three on. 63. Yeah, like that's on. That's on the coach. Like, or or for some reason, these Michigan kids just like decide. Oh, it's Ohio State. I'm not going to play, and they no, don't think it's getting, a rivalry, no, which can't be right. That can't be. Yeah. Are they getting paid under? Are they betting against themselves? No, okay, but it's we like, can't. We can't talk about that. But, but when it's when it's eight years coming off that point. How does the ball not bounce your way one time? You know what I mean? Like how one time? It's you just like, gotta put yourself in the position where if the ball bounces, yeah. if you get one fumble recovery, you get a uh, like a, like a, a nice a, return on a kickoff. You just need one of those to get right, and then you, then you win a game in eight years. Yeah, that's they haven't game. even been close enough where all of the balls could have bounced their way in this game. They still would have lost. And that's where I agree that it's coaching because Urban Meyer just coached circles around Jim Harbaugh for that long, and now Ryan Day did the same thing. Again. This was supposed to be Harbaugh's year. He was supposed to win. Going this into one. the year, Michigan was picked to win 
um, the, yes. the big time. The question I have for you, like for all you guys, is, is this Ryan Day or is this Urban Meyer? But you know what I mean? Like, is that like... Ju- is just this the extension of Urban is Meyer? That, yeah, you know what I mean? I it's, think you have to... I think, I think at this point... 60, yeah. I think it's it's obviously some day of you've got... Like what we're talking about. It's coaching. You've got to have them ready to play. You know, some of these are still as recruits, but it's like, you know, let's see what happens once day gets going. But it still is. You, you're with those guys. You're like, you're looking at, you know, you're looking at day and he, you know, look what he did. Yeah. It's like, you've got to be, you've got to be a motivator. You've got to have the game plan. And it's still Myers team because it's a lot of his recruits. Exactly. Only year one and they all had that mindset. Of yeah. However, Ryan, I do believe that Ryan day is a fantastic coach. They paid him a lot of money as a coordinator. Cause I knew he was going to be yeah. the next coach. He was the coach for Ohio state when Meyer was suspended last year. Like day is a, is a solid Good. talent. This yeah. is not a nobody that they hired yes. as a coach this year. Exactly. This and you don't, you don't very be talented a, coach. a top 15 no, team absolutely. like this. And you don't run through teams yeah. like they yes. have this year without being a talented coach. So no, I do like day, but of course still doing with Myers recruits and just a quick, Note on Justin Fields. I think everyone agrees this is going to be Joe Burrow's award once we get to the Heisman uh, later this month. But Justin Fields, in my mind, should be the number two behind it. 37 touchdown passes, one interception, has really just taken off going into this Ohio State offense after the transfer from Georgia. Um, But Fields, I don't think, has gotten enough national attention because even when everything was going on, it was Jalen Hurts, it was Tua, it was Burrow. But Fields has been fantastic. Very good. I think that... Uh, he reminds me a lot of Haskins, but he can run too. He's he can run. So yeah, he's much more mobile. Like, <laughs> <laughs> in college, in college. In college. Oh my god, Haskins is, is but a if you, dumpster fire. Yeah, it's not. It's not looking good yeah, in no, Washington. But like in college, because Haskins put up, what, he put yeah. up fifty-two touchdowns. He had five thousand plus yards. Yeah, yeah it was incredible. Yeah. He's like that, and he's. I I texted you, Pettit. I said I'm excited to see him play against the SEC defense. Or I'm, yes. I'm excited to see him, but you know, take it to the next step. It was the same with Kyler. It's like they're exciting players to watch. And same thing with J.K. Dobbs. I'm excited to see this team go up against, you know, a good de- go up against a good defense and kind of see, you know, are they, you know, are they going to be able to pull up 50? Are they going to be able to pull up the, you know, 500 yards a game, or is it going to be, mm-hmm. uh, you know, 20 to 17 game? No, that that's very fair. So we head into conference championship weekend now. Pac-12, Utah versus Oregon, Big 12, Baylor, Oklahoma, SEC, Georgia, LSU, ACC, Virginia, Clemson, and Big Ten, Ohio State, Wisconsin. Basically, how the playoff scenario works out is if. LSU beats Georgia. That fourth spot opens up. If Georgia beats LSU, things get very interesting. Um, I still believe LSU would. I think both of those teams would be in in that situation because I just don't think you can keep a one last LSU team out. You feel like Clemson and Ohio State are pretty much locked in there. I know Wisconsin's as long as they win. I know Wisconsin's ranked, I believe, twelve. Twelve. Or did they move up to eight? Now I don't. I don't remember exactly. Ten. Yeah. Um, But. They just don't have the talent to be able to stick with Ohio State, especially on offense, and obviously a huge mismatch there with Clemson and Virginia as well. So, does anyone want to make a prediction on who gets that fourth spot, whether it be you know Georgia slash LSU or someone else? Because I know I think that how this thing shapes up is LSU, Ohio State, Clemson, and I believe Oklahoma will get that fourth spot, beating Baylor. I believe that the big. uh, I do think they jump Utah just because Oklahoma has more quality wins, at least in my book. So I think that they secure that fourth spot. Yeah, I think that um, if Baylor wins, I think there's a chance Utah gets in, but we'll see what happens there. I, I yeah, I think that in years past, I just I I don't think I think that going in this game, I was or for like the Georgia LSU, I was hoping Georgia would be able to win. It's just they're losing. LSU's they're, so talented. Pickens and Cager are out. I, you know, shout out to that fight. That was incredible. That was I, that was fun to watch. Can talk about rivalry. Really punch someone. Like, Don't do it. That yeah, that, that's yeah. a tough one. That a yeah. Like nothing happens. But it's it's yeah. Take that. Hit him with the helmet. Yeah. Uh, and like, uh, I, <laughs> oh yeah, Miles Garrett taught us. 
I, I think it's going to be Oklahoma. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I, yeah, I think it's going to be Oklahoma. Here's, I, so, here's, Utah would be awesome. Here's a thought. Say, uh, say LSU beats Georgia. LSU beats by a field goal at the end of the game. Super close game the entire way. Oklahoma beats Baylor in the scrappiest game you've ever seen. They say they beat him by a, mm, a field goal. I know rate. what you're going to say. Yeah. yeah. Does Georgia stay in that no, spot? I mean, or is, does Oklahoma bounce up? It's the same way. It's just like, if, if, if Georgia was a three years in a row of losing up, Bama in the championship, like when they were up, and if, you know, same thing last year in the championship game, where they were, you remember, they were close. They were yep. up by like seven, 10 or 17. And uh, same thing if it's a close back game, in the if they're quarter. leading or if it's a very close matchup, I just think that it's like, you know, if, if how people say, do you want to expand it to eight games or eight, pardon me, if you want to expand the playoff to eight teams, this is a playoff game for Georgia. It's like, if you lose this one, you're out. You know what I mean? It's kind of like, I don't think that if it's close, you know, close only counts in horseshoes. It's like, you know, t- you know, tough mm-hmm. luck. This is sports or not sport, but like, like, like not to sound like that, but it's just, you know, you've got to win this game. If you don't win it, that's tough. Is you knew going into it? Is you're not undefeated? If you're undefeated, yeah, it's I think both teams are. Right. Mm-hmm. And that speaks again to the SEC and how dominant they are. Yeah. I mean, I mean, you look at Clem- uh, Clemson, for example, and their and their championship game in the ACC. I mean, it's it's much just different. Exactly, it's a much different. You know? So it's like they it's like they just have like another cupcake game to warm up for the playoffs. Yeah. Imagine if Georgia had that game. You know, say Georgia has that has that game against Virginia. It's like, oh, we want our conference. Like we can't do anything about who mm-hmm. we play. And then Oklahoma beats Baylor. Well, then what do you do? You know, yeah. you leave Georgia in there, even though they played no one, and Oklahoma beat a really good Baylor team who's ranked number eight in the country. You know, I mean, it just it just speaks to how good the, the SEC is, I think, as well. Yeah, whole. I think also, too, though, I take a look at it, is you circle the loss to South Carolina for Georgia. That, that's South the killer. Carolina yeah, yeah. yeah. Five and seven, is unfortunite. Four and eight, or yep. somewhere like it's They're like not that, good. They're not that's, good. And that's like, that's like the cupcake game for the ACC. You, you can't, when you play at Auburn, home against AM, you got to go to, you got to play Florida neutral site. Like those are the tough games. Not when you're playing USC at home at a new game. Yeah. Is it's like that? That's what. Yeah, that's from what I think. Mm-hmm. No, I think that's fair. Yeah, I think I don't think you can keep a Georgia team in there with a loss. Just a two loss SEC team over a conference champion would look a one loss conference champion yeah, would look very tough. very and it's, bad. And it's a on the conference championship exactly, like which is why yeah. the, which is why it should be six teams. You six have the five, the Power Five get at larges and one. Um, or excuse me, the Power Five get automatic and, yeah, and their conference champions and one at large yeah. is how I think the playoff should be. But obviously, we can discuss that plenty more. But all right, that'll send it to a break. We are going to get into some NFL up next. This is Round Tripper, and we'll be right back. Oh, we got. Oh, that's awesome. Oh, hey guys, <laughs> you didn't hear that. Oh, we're going to delete that part off the Instagram. Yeah, yeah. Can't do anything about it. no. Oh, I mean, we're committed now. All right, we are. We are committed. How many people we are we are watching right now? Uh, I think not many. Four. Four. One. 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 Who's the one? Birdman. Is it my mom? <laughs> she <laughs> doesn't know anything we just talked about. Yeah, that's the fam. Yeah, that's my mom. All right, we're fine. All right. All right. Woo! Thank All right. you, mom, for listening and watching. Yeah, I'm dodge the bullet there. Hi, Mrs. Bayer. I'm just mom. <laughs> All right, so we're going to get into some NFL action, and we're going to start on Thanksgiving Day. <laughs> You, you didn't hear any of that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Where the Buffalo Bills took down the Dallas Cowboys. One circles the wagon. Yeah. 26 to 15. And I have a simple question for you. Does this game tell you that the Cowboys are frauds or that the Bills are for real? Uh, I would say that the... Well, I, I've felt that from the beginning of the season that the Bills are for real. I've, I said that since week two when, we, when they played the Pats. I think that... Week four, actually. 
04, sorry. Apologize. Apologize for that. Don't worry, he's gonna bring out his schedule right now. It's in his pocket. Um, no, I have it memorized up here. I can probably tell you all the scores. Mario's, I've had it since week two when they played the basketball week four. Actually, if we're, if we're gonna talk, I was talking about this a couple days ago when we we talked about this after the Bills Pats game, and both of you guys said they're not making the playoffs. The Bills? Yeah. Yes, we, I was. I, I was. Which is fine. Except at that point, Josh Allen was terrible. That, 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 now, that, now, now he did look better. He looks great in shorts. That's great on. in shorts. I, I, I did say, I do now recall that I do, did remember saying that they were going to fall short. That's why I don't talk with them. All right, well, the Cowboys, but, are the Cowboys but, <laughs> or not? Frauds. Um, I think that Jason Garrett's a fraud. Uh, I don't think well, he's going to be fired. Yeah. yeah. He better be. He's, he's, getting he better be. He's, he's definitely getting fired. Talking about interesting that they do theoretical coaching changes. Harbaugh, fire Harbaugh. Bring in Garrett. And bring Harbaugh. <laughs> put Harbaugh in Dallas. Dallas. I saw, that would be that would be intriguing to me. Yes, that's the one I that I think is incredibly interesting. I saw two to one, I, no, two to one and wow. I saw because Whoa. I, because yep. I saw on the Bills tweeted it out. I don't like, think he'll do it. I don't think he will. And I so think he wants to stay college. Yep. Vegas has He's gonna be the USC um, coach. Jerry yeah. Jones at hundred to one. I saw that. Jerry Jones coach the team. I hope he does that. GM, president, and coach. Let's make it happen. I hope he does that. I really the fact that it's plausible and it is plausible that like he's this is the one situation where in the modern day where it could actually happen yep the only situation the only situation and the only situation is ever going to happen in the future where there's a chance of this it's never and i I, I didn't even realize that he has his own press conference jerry jones yeah last time you heard of a owner of a team (laughs) holding a press conference yeah he's his own boss he's yeah he's living the life yeah yeah Yeah, cowboys i'm uh Cowboys are We're going to call them frauds, they're and then they're going to roll off three straight wins, and we're going to say that they're going to go Whoa, 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 Yeah, I know, whoa, Thursday night. Yeah, whoa. yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I don't even care. Thursday night. Thursday night. I don't care who they play. I guess play. who's back. Them, roll off three <laughs> no, straight. No, 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 no. Mitch because, is back. Because they're gonna be, that's going to be false, because they're not going to get out of the division round. They they haven't gotten out of the division round since the ninth. I don't even the The next three games is not is not in the playoffs. Yeah, but even if they they still four games out, like, I still don't see And one of them's already chalked up to an L. What? That's, huh? that's not true at all. <laughs> they play the Bears on Thursday night. That's what, that's what he's saying. Bears in Chicago. That's a no. That's definitely not. For the Bears. Right? Yeah, exactly. Mitchell Dallas has not beat a above 500 team. The Bears are 500 right Mitchell now. Mitchell looked exceptionally average on Thanksgiving. He did. Like, exceptionally. Drove him down the field at the end. Almost good enough where you, like, could consider, you know, you might keep him around for another year, you know? See what he does. Keep him around for two years, you know? No, it's, it's Cam Newton, time. right? I know, Jim. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's incomplete. <laughs> like every Mitch pass. Um, all right. I believe that Dallas is a fraud. Real, I think the fraud. Bills are for real. Yeah. Well, I think I the Bills are for real, but I also think I think it's a combination no, of both. It's, it's, it's both. It's, I'm, it's, I'm with Mr. I think Sherwood Dallas is a big time F word. I no. I think oh, Dallas wins the division because yeah. I think the bigger frost is the Philadelphia Eagles. Who just lost the well, I think the winner of that division, high end winner of that division, is eight and eight. That division is is optimistic. But no, I really think Buffalo is for real. I think. Allen played fantastic against a decent Dallas defense on the road on Thanksgiving. What, 231 yards, sure, sure. touchdown. Want, yeah, what do you want with Josh Allen? You like him? Uh, I've loved him since. He has. Yeah, yeah I know, but, but no, like, I think you that, actually wanted him as your quarterback. Yeah, I think the last three games he's played phenomenal. Second half, he was 11-12 to 12 with the only completion being like it was a on snuffed out screen, so he just grabbed it, grasped it. Um, I think he looks good. He His worst game was obviously the Pats game week four. He looked terrible. Yep. But outside of that, he's He's shown progression. They 
they broke it down of each. He started now, I think, um, 18 or 16 games, and they broke it down that each, it must be 20, because each four games, he's gotten progressively better. He's gone through his reads. If you look, he's, like, the third third down when he was in the end zone, he felt pressure, stepped it up. This is more confident. Before, he used to be one read, let me run, let me get it out of there. Yeah. Now he's looking one, two, three reads. He's stepped up in the pocket. The touchdown to Cole Beasley. If you watch, he drew in Jay, uh, Jalen Smith. Is that or is that his name, Pat? The oh, guy from Notre Dame. Yeah, very overrated. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a lot. Of yeah, he's got he, paid a ton of money. Yeah, very overrated. If if this is last year, Josh Allen's running that ball, and he's going to try to run over that. He's going to try to run. <laughs> well, over he might get hurt. He might but hurt you, but now he's running over and he's drawing the linebacker with his eyes and he's he's looking to throw it first, yeah. which is great. He does have you know good weapons, which is good. He has no one. They don't talk about it. He has a good running back as well. Uh, Singletary has we, been very we good. We both have on fantasy football. Mm. Oh, teams. God. Sure, I, I said this, this really. I said this when they played the Pats. They have a very complete team. I yeah. just had questions at quarterback. No, they have a coach. Cool. They have yeah. They have all the things that they that a playoff team requires. Yeah. Again, the quarterback was the one thing. And, it, and, it's, and I, he stepped up. Yeah, I, he's, he's definitely stepped up. He's not like, yeah, he is. He's. I, I think that's, I feel I told my parents, I said, this is the most confident I've felt for a big game, which ran there hasn't been very many big games in my lifetime for the Bills. <laughs> this is also the biggest Jacksonville win of playoff the 20, game, right? This, this is the biggest win in the 21st Yeah, because they didn't win that game. They, because they didn't win the J- Jacksonville game. If you remember, when they made the playoffs, Baltimore had to lose. So, like, this is the biggest win. In the they fell into game. the playoffs. Yeah. Right. And they, they probably shouldn't have made it because they were both 9-7, and seven, Bills 9-7, and seven, Chargers. Chargers beat Bills. That was the Peterman four interception game, but the Bills <laughs> have over them based off the conference one percentage. So like, yeah, no, but this is the, this team looks complete. They've got a great defense. They're starting to like get all together. They have a new offensive line. They're starting to peak or not peak. You know, they're starting to progress better. It'll be a big telltale sign of when they play the Ravens this weekend. How you know how do they deal with them with the defense and with uh, both sides with how, how do they defend Lamar and the. Baltimore also has a very, very, very good defense as well. So it'll be interesting to see. Well, you got to get your corners flying around, right? You know what I mean? That's, that's how you defend the Lamar. You got to load the box, yeah, we have, bring in small defenders so they can keep up with the we speed. Have, we have two very good young linebackers in Matt Milano and Tremaine Edmonds, and we have two really good safeties in Jordan Porter and Micah Hyde. I think we're, I was on my dad, I think we're going to QB spy Lamar with one of the safeties. That's probably yeah, smart. I don't think I don't think a linebacker unless you're like Jamie. That's, like, no, that's why he's, they're not quick enough. Because Jamie Collins was the only of the three linebackers like Van Noy, Hightower, um, and Collins on yeah. the Patriots. Collins is probably the only guy that can keep up with Simple, him yeah. just because he's so athletic. But average linebacker is you know gets but, smoked. Yeah, that's what it, and that's why I think they're going to say I think they have two like very very pardon me, very good safeties. I think they're going to QB spy with one of them and. They were watching is or the, uh, this last game is keeping Lamar in the pocket is don't let him extend it to get out, either run or you know throw or either run or uh, pass on the run, um, is very important. Is don't let kind of the same with Josh Allen is if you stick him in the pocket, they're going to get a little antsy and you know try to fit in a window. But if they get out of the pocket, that's when the both quarterbacks are best. Yeah, and and I think that's really fair. And so going on to Jackson then for that that Ravens 49ers game, the Ravens. Beat the Niners 20-17 in Baltimore. First question I'll pose for you. Is the MVP race over? I mean, providing an absolute punt on the rest of the season by the Ravens. I mean, Lamar Jackson, yeah, he's different level. Uh, I agree. Unless something happens with what the Ravens I are mean, doing. Or Lamar Jackson showing up next week deciding to be a pocket quarterback and throwing six picks. Like, I don't, I don't see how you could make a case for anyone. 
I mean, I see the case, but I mean, I don't see how you, you don't give it to them. Especially since that, um, the the stat of how many drives was it when Lamar was the quarterback that they just didn't punt? They didn't punt and it was like six like games. Like yeah. Two punts in three games or something. Yeah. And it was both when RG3 was quarterback. When RG3 was so, They had like some drives where it was 19 touchdowns on drives, and then it was like three kneel downs and two punts. So he had more drives and then kneel downs than under yeah. the punts. I mean, he's, he's the MVP. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I think so. Yeah. I, I, and Russell Wilson's had an amazing season, and I think Seattle's going to keep on winning as well. But it's got to go to Jackson but at this he's point. Just yeah, he's just it's another level he's from him this year. He's going to go over a thousand rushing yards mm-hmm. on Sunday. He's at uh, nine seventy seven. Talk about talk about you know their schedule. I mean, they played Seattle. They just played Seattle, Pats, Houston, um, Houston the 49ers, and they're about to play the Bills. And if they beat the Bills, like those are all the top playoff teams in both conferences. Like. Thank you. you That's know? the best compliment I've ever heard. <laughs> no, but it, yeah, but it, no, but, but they, and that 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 what you know quite a run. I mean, obviously, I don't really count like the, I don't really count the the Cleveland loss. I don't really count the Kansas City loss because those are again first four weeks of the NFL are kind of hard to, hard to, to judge. So I do think that you know they just have gone on a tear, and I do think that the, what people haven't talked about is Marcus Peters getting added to this D, that defense has really big piece, you know, big big portion of their uh, their defense. He, I think, got, he got beat, by the way. Um, oh, on the fourth down? By the way, yeah. I think also, too, um, Mark Ingram is incredible because it opens up. Ingram was play. a huge, it opened huge up that play up. action. When you have the Gus bus, uh, Gus Edwards, it's like that, you know, that's just like I'm showing uh, you. It's just a bowling ball. That's what, three yards. But like, it's like know, if, exactly if I'm doing the read right. option, it's like, am I really going to hand it off to you? But when you have Mark Ingram in there, like a top, what, probably seven running back, maybe like maybe even top five. I mean, it was a thousand yard rusher last year with, with Kamar. Kamar. Yeah, Kamar. He's, yeah. he's, he's unbelievable. So it, it really opens it up of like of the RPO. Am I going to hand it off? Am I going to pass it? Or am I going to, you know, or am I going to run it? Well, as that's well? why Lamar Jackson is impossible to, to read because yeah. he's a running back who can, oh, by the way, I can throw the ball 50 yards downfield on, a, on, a, on the run on an absolute dime to Marquise Brown. Yeah. Like, uh, like he's MVP. How do you stop that? Someone said it was a uh, like unnamed uh, NFL executive said he's a top five quarterback and a top eight running back, <laughs> which isn't which yeah. is, like so true. Well, we'll think. We'll just just think about it for a second. If you don't say you're running a QB draw, you're running a designed run for Lamar. You have one extra guy to block than they have yeah. to pass rush. Yeah. Like there you go. Like why do you think that's working? Mm-hmm. It's yeah. It'll, it'll be interesting to see if you take you know. To see if he takes a hit, or uh, you know, if he takes a big yes. hit, what if and when he takes. And it's a so big sad hit. that that's what's going to. That, and that is so what's going to yeah. come down to. But it's like, and it's. But yeah, it's, it's true. So, or, or is he, have you seen? Did you see the cut he made at like uh, the sideline view of uh, the, in the passing? There, there was a there was a, I think it was a running play. I'm not sure if it was an option or a read option or not. But he had the linebacker up on him, and he made this cut, and it just. It just looked like his legs were about to break. I'm like, I'm just waiting for one of those, you know, him to make a bad cut and it's, ACL, yeah, yeah, and have an ACL, which is, which is terrible. That it's because things gonna stop the way the way yes. he plays. Like I, I'm, I think he's so elusive that I don't think the hits. I think it's just gonna be his knees eventually thinking about. I mean, I'd be shocked if he can make it. Uh, yeah, say, I, I just so don't really buy positive. into it because everyone yeah. has to cut. So I, I, just, <laughs> yeah. I don't think that that's what's going to... Well, I mean, yeah, that could be an injury <laughs> to anyone. So. He doesn't, he doesn't play who, in Washington. So. He doesn't play So luckily, he's not going to have the RG3 treatment. Um, but San Francisco did try to hit him. I think they got flagged for three roughing three, the passes, yeah. which were all late hits. So they tried to get to him, and he was not rattled. 
Bouncy Gate. Yeah, there, there you go. Uh, San Francisco dropped that game. Any worries about them? No. 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 I think they did. Uh, but did any of you guys see San Francisco like being this well, like doing this no. well? No. No. Being a good team, yes. Being this, this good, good, no. no. Obviously, people might say I could see them being like with a good team. They've got good defense, but going out there and going ten and two, like that's very. I would not have guessed that the defense would have gelled it this quickly yeah. and to be this good early on. Is he that good? He's, he's Alex Smith. All right, that's no, he's not. not. I, you, he's you Alex Smith. Has, you know he's, he's a better quarterback. They probably he, win this game. That's true. It was but, rain though. It was big, big rain. I think he's fine. Definitely not dry for that much. Yeah. Was it wet? I'm not not, not dry. <laughs> I think Garoppolo's fine. That's how I look at he's it. A, he's an average. Can you win with him? Yes. yes. He's, he's worth the money and you got to pay him the money. He, yeah, you have to at this point. You don't have a choice. Of above average team manager. So is he is he better than Tom Brady? No. Right now? No. Do, oh, right now, do, yes. Do we want to play stat? Hold on, hold on. Did you see a stat? No. Conrad's right. Wow, Conrad's got a stat. I, got a stat. So I saw this right before the show. As you as you talk about your stat, I have one more. No, it's on my phone. Benjamin. But you're, you're you're a Patriots oh. fan right now. You can have Jimmy Garoppolo or oh, Tom Garoppolo. Ray. Garoppolo. Well, I think that kind of settles who's better right oh, I, now. Cool. Then well, no, 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 I'm not saying. I'm saying. I, I think we're talking all time. I no. Oh, oh, who's better, Tom Brady or Garoppolo? <laughs> I, I I have been I have been on Team Belichick. I've been on Team Bill since since this has happened. Since he got traded for a second round pick, I've been Team Bill. Bill has been the one that's believed in Garoppolo. Did not want to trade Garoppolo. I've been a firm believer in that. I do think that we would have a more sustained run for the next, if not five years, the next ten years. Because uh, I do believe that Belichick will get it done with, with Jimmy G at least once or twice. All right, so we'll, since we're on it, we'll stop on it quickly and we'll finish up with this with the NFL. So the Texans defeated the Patriots on Sunday Night Football last night, starting to set off some alarm bells in New England right now. Oh, are we concerned? I, I am because mm. I, I, Mr. Patriot himself is concerned. That's not good. I, I hope my mom's listening because I'm about <laughs> to rip into brain because oh. the. I think that I'm putting you on the clock. By the way, yeah, yeah. this segment ends at eight o'clock. Oh boy. Four minutes more. Four minutes. We'll cram it in. But I, I mean, Bill O'Brien coached around Belichick like Belichick is supposed to coach around the, the Texans, and I was shocked by that last night. I also think that I think if you had to wrap up the game into one play last night, it was that play where they scored um, to make it nine to twenty-one. I believe what it was at the time, and the they went for scored. two. Yeah, and they went for two. Um, and Brady went out there, and, and they were clearly going to do a run option, a, a run play. And instead of going to a, a second read or, or calling a, a play at the line, they just took the, the five yards. And of course, Kai Forbath, our fourth kicker, knew he was going to miss that. Knew he was going to miss that kick. So I was just, I just couldn't believe. You know, uh, that, that, that's a move that, that Freddie Kitchens or, or, or lesser coach makes. Mm. I was shocked at how those are those are the types of things that were going on. Also, getting beat. Twice on the same play in the end zone with Jonathan Jones deep by Deshaun Watson, unacceptable. Can't have that. Um, so I do think that both sides. I'm not as worried about the defense summing up, but I am worried about Brady just throwing like a temper tantrum every game at this point. <laughs> it's kind of kind of getting my nerves. Connor, do you have a statistic you'd like to throw out there? Are you ready for this one? I'm, I'm ready. Throw it at me. I mean, Brady, Brady's <clears throat> been terrible this season. So. Who has a better completion percentage? Oh no! This I year? think I know exactly where you're going. Mitchell Trubisky or, or Brady. Yeah, I knew Brady. you were going to do that. <laughs> Trubisky because because Brady. The amount of Brady. Do you know how bad Mitchell Trubisky is? Yes, <laughs> very no, bad. No no no, 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 no. Here's the difference. Here's the difference between Mitchell Trubisky and Tom Brady. 
And yes, I can see how you could say that Mitchell Trubisky has a better completion percentage. I'm not well, he, 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 it's not for debate. It's very it's clear not, in not, the you know, numbers. How many? <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. That's whatever. I will say that, and the, and the commentators in the, and last night noted this on, on air. Have you seen how many times Tom Brady's thrown the ball away this year? And it's not because he necessarily has a ton of pressure in his face. It's because genuinely no one's open. Or, and or he's got to get rid of the ball. The and, or line. the offensive line is crumbling. I'm not going to say at all that Mr. <laughs> better than Tom Brady. I'm not either. No, I'm not saying that either. Okay. I'm just I, pointing I, out that, that the that fact that, that even with those throwaways that it's close and you take those out and it's probably still very close which, yeah, which is, is concerning because Mitch does not know how to throw football. Mitchell's He's also, Tom Brady is ranked 29th in the league right now in completion comparison. 29th. Fundamental uh, difference. Brady throws to the sideline, Mitchell throws it to the other team. Oh, hey, at least it's being completed to somebody. That's why it's completion percentage so high. Definitely an argument. Definitely an argument. He's tied with Minshew for completion percentage, by the way. I love Oh, jeez. I do think that, like, last night, the thing was, is. There was things that were working. The run game was working, and then they went away from that. They could. There was. They, were, they left things on the table last night. And I think that's. The, uh, it was a major red flag because he always dominated the Texans. And I and I saw that video of them walking in like a SWAT team. I'm like, oh, here it is. The Texans are going to blow it again. It's Letterman game all over again. And what do you know? We were not ready to go last night. Yeah, I would say so. And I'm going to go as far as saying the New England Patriots will not be your Super Bowl champions this year. I mean, you I, said that so long ago. What I know, and yeah, I'm going to continue. I say, I saw, and I will I stand by will it. That I don't think that I think Especially there are so many don't have good teams around the team. Yes, around the league. I think that one seat's very important. I think that's they absolutely can get to the AFC title game, 100. percent But if it's in Baltimore, that's a very big difference at this point. That's that's. I think if you're looking around in the AFC, I'm not going to discount Buffalo. Are you just you just hanging out back there? Talking about Buffalo. Yeah. Right? He's on Snapchat. Uh, yeah, exactly. You've got yeah, Baltimore, you've got Kansas that. City. Yeah. It's expect- and then in the NFC, it's just murderer's row right now. So I just I don't find this is not going to be New England's year. But all right, that's how we're going to close this out because I really do want to get to Villanova basketball and keep moving forward. This is Round Chipper, and we'll be right back. Back here to finish things up on Round Chipper. We got a couple of different places to go. How's the live stream going back there? It's not good. Not good? Not well right now. Oh, no. Unwell. Look at the charger. Yeah. There we go. There's our engineer. That's why he's got a job in Madison, Wisconsin. Yes. You're, you're gonna, are you oh. going to uh, drink? You better be. Uh, sorry. Where was that yeah, going? You got it. You got it. You got it. I had a moment. Are you going to be starting to become a milk connoisseur now? A that, milk? Yeah, a milk and cheese connoisseur in Wisconsin. Love cheese. Conrad's going to become a Packers fan. Stinky, stinky. Don't even joke about that. Mm. Well, we're getting some Villanova basketball. Dropped to number 23 in the AP poll after a 1-0 week. Uh, Just a quick look back at the Myrtle Beach Invitation, which Villanova did lose in the final to Baylor. Brian Antoine made his Villanova debut. Played 19 minutes against Middle Tennessee State. Played about three seconds in the second game against Mississippi State and a DNP against Baylor, but good to see Antoine on the floor. And Colin Gillespie probably had his best stretch as a Wildcat. Uh, I believe it was 26, 17, and 20-something again for for his points. Also had like 9, 7, and 7 for assists in the game, so just fantastic to see Colin um, come off with a, with a big week. But all right, so then getting into the game yesterday, an 82-73 to win 
over LaSalle. What do we like last night? Um, I think that they, <clears throat> I'm glad they got out because I've previous years they have struggled mightily against LaSalle. Mm-hmm. So I do think that it was good that they were able to get out to a big lead. I obviously expect them to win again, but um, I think that what my initial impressions from the last couple games and, and, and yesterday is I just don't think they're a hundred percent there, and I think that um, in a close game, I think they're still trying to work out the kinks. With, mm-hmm. And I think that Baylor game was was testament to that. I just think that they're not. Yeah, the youth really shows. I think my point. Um, I think that you know, as the season goes progresses, hopefully they'll they'll move along. But I have some doubts as to if they're going to be able to really make a deep deep run like we saw in twenty eighteen. Mm-hmm. I think we see the distinction between. It's the gold standard. Yeah. yeah. I think that's what Jay wants on a yearly basis, but I, I think it's going to be extremely hard to replicate, even if it, you know, the amount of talent we do have. Yeah, and I, I think that's fair. What about you guys? I think the biggest thing is just balance scoring and having a lot of weapons. Obviously, Justin Moore went off yesterday. Uh, Sadiq, you know, obviously had a great game as well. But just to see how good um, of, like, it, it, it does remind me a little bit of the 2018 team that there are a lot of scores. There's Swider, there's Bay, obviously Jerry. Gillespie had good, um, he looked very good. We talked about the Myrtle Beach tournament. Um, Justin Moore obviously looked really good here. He looked good against Ohio. Slater, you know, can do pretty well too. And there's Samuels and Dada. So, and obviously if Antoine gets, you know, when he gets progressively healthy. So, um, obviously it's, it. I think it will be an exciting, you know, couple of months to see what happens, to see everything kind of fold out. The main thing that I have to look at is the 20 turnovers. That's mm-hmm. that's exactly where I was going for what I didn't like. Is Yeah, you can't have that just bottom line. Any game, you know, obviously it's, you know, you can get away with it if you play LaSalle, if you play a big five team, um, if you play like an army somewhere, you can outmatch them. But if you, you know, did, uh, December 21st, if you try doing that against Kansas, if you pull that little stunt, it's going to be a 20-point loss um, that you're going to be looking at. So, um that stuff is something you have to clean up a little bit. Or not a little bit, a lot of it. That should be, what, probably eight turnovers at most? Yeah. I'd like to see that lower. I, yeah. I think eight turnovers is, is a little, you know, well, I, I was conservative. Yeah. Eight would yeah. still be good for this team because this team's been yes. turning it over yeah. a lot. And, and first thing that you want to look at is this was always going to be a difficult game being at A, Big Five, and B is going up against Ashley Howard. So obviously Jay's yeah. top assistant from 2013 to 2018 knew the system inside and out and knew a lot of the players that were on this team now what i liked i'll say of course you know justin moore put on the 25 points i've talked about more so much that i just think he's going to be a star for this program but what i really liked was jeremiah robinson earl has had very some very flashy games as the wildcats this was not it but he was still incredibly effective with it eight points 10 boards had a fantastic um behind the board excuse me no look bounce pass to brian antoine for his first points at home go with three blocks Robinson Earl, even when he's not lighting things up, still a key, key player for the Wildcats. And what I didn't like, it has to be the turnovers, and especially the one that just I cannot excuse is Jermaine Samuels now, as a junior, 25 minutes played, five points, six turnovers, one for six from the field. He needs to give Villanova more. He just needs to, especially, listen, he's not going to be relied on to be a top scorer. That's going to be Bay Robinson Earl Gillespie, and if Moore can give you things like that, and I think Antoine will help to grow into that role too. He can't turn the ball over five times. I agree. 
He just cannot do that. I, I, I think that earlier on the season, he was giving you like little things like, like not a lot of points, but a lot of rebounds, a lot, a lot of, rebounds. of assists. Yep. He was a really good rebounder in the first mm-hmm. couple games. He was, he was doing like the dirty work. And I think that <clears throat> to do that, you can't turn the ball over. Like, mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's fine if you're not hitting from three. It's fine if you're not making your shots because eventually they will go in. But you just you, you got to be a facilitator and, and just not you know at this point is in his career not, not do that. But, but. I, I I agree with that point on Samuels and that with the role he's playing on this team, literally the one thing you cannot do is have five turnovers. Um, the team as a whole in a, in, a, in a big game should have a total of five turnovers, so you definitely can't be doing that as one player. But also when he's not relied upon as a scorer, like we've said, um, that he never really was expected to, that he really just needs to be there to give good minutes on defense, give those hustle plays that obviously he's still giving you, and then get a couple turnovers, but dishing them out and giving five turnovers is not okay. Mm-hmm. Um and yeah, you can live with the O from three from three, the one from six on field goal, the one for six, maybe not, but the O from three, you're fine with, mm-hmm. especially when he's getting to the line the way he is. You just can't have the turnovers with what he's being asked to do. And it's like completely different to with Gillespie. He had zero turnovers, but if he had five, like you can kind of more understand it because he he's has handling the ball, the ball so much. So exactly. much. Mm-hmm. Like Jermaine's not going to have the ball, shouldn't have the ball enough to have five turnovers, to be honest. Yeah, no, that's why that performance isn't good enough. And another thing that makes me a little nervous, too, is Ed Crosswell for LaSalle. Their big man had 14 points and 10 boards. Now, Villanova's big, but Villanova doesn't really play traditionally I, I big. I still think they're struggling with inside the paint on both sides. He was a good inside presence, and he gave Villanova a lot of trouble yesterday. I think that, and I remember my dad texted you during, I think it was the Army game. It was the first game. Yep. The first game, and I think it was, was it was it Roundtree? Or was it, was they, 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 it was the same thing that happened last year where they got they passed it down low. The double team came and they and you know you got tra- uh, whoever it was got trapped. They freeze and, yeah. and they freeze up. And I'm like, uh, even with the size, even with the talent, like Robinson has an excellent post game. All these guys have, have the capability offensively and defensively to rebound the mm-hmm. ball. Uh, it, it just it just it, it's mind blowing to it, me how much they rely on the outside shot. Like they have so much talent inside. Yes, and yesterday was a little bit of a change of that because they did drive so often. Only 16 threes yesterday. Yes. Villanova usually in the 30s with it. They were able to really get their way driving and at the free throw line as well. Shot 30 foul shots yesterday. That's what I like to see. I mean, they, they were, it seemed like they were... It was a they different were, approach. They were, they were afraid of going to the paint against Ohio State. I, 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 yes, I, I do agree with that. I don't know, I didn't understand. You know, the three wasn't going down. So you have to drive the paint. You have to penetrate. You have to do these things if, if, if your shot's not falling. And I think that's... I think my biggest criticism of Jay Wright team is they just live and die by the three, but they're they're, they're talented enough now to do other things. You know, I mean, they have capabilities mm-hmm. to, move, you know, to move the ball around, to, to, to have a post game, all this different things. Yeah, and I, I definitely think you can see that. So what's up next? A home game against University of Pennsylvania on Wednesday and a road game at St. Joe's on Saturday afternoon as they keep the big five rolling. And then I believe it's Delaware at the Prudential Center following that game. And then just some Big East news as well that came out not so long ago and that Akinjo and LeBlanc from Georgetown have been thrown off the team and will be transferring um, a huge blow for the Hoyas. Yeah, those are, they got off to a, uh, a pretty good start, especially during the year when they played Duke. And when when at least Connor and I were watching, it was a shocking. They kept it in that game, so we thought they would be a 
a really big threat, especially to Nova this year for the mm-hmm. Big East. But those are two really big players, and it's a, it's a tough loss, especially to have them kicked off in the middle of the season. That's yeah. always not a good sign. No, and, and Georgetown was my pick to be a sleeper in the Big East this year, and a lot of it had to do with both of them, especially Akinjo, who as Sherwood referenced earlier, um, won you know, Big East freshman of the year last year and just an incredibly talented player. Um, and LeBlanc, a very good inside presence for them as well. So this, I think I'd go as far as say sinks their season, especially in the Big East. Like he's yeah. just two key guys. Yes, they still have McClung, but well, especially Akinjo, this was the guy. I, I think this is a big culture moment for Nova to see how they're going to go because I think that obviously we, you know, they're creating problems and they kind of you know, must need coming for them. But I think that if what kind of response they have over the next coming seasons will determine if they're going to be competitive in the next couple of years. Because I think that they were on a trajectory to be a top 25 team with, you know, and consistently competing against Villanova on a really basis. This is a real proven moment for Patrick Ewing. Yeah, and I think that's very fair, and it'll be interesting to watch with Ewing how he's able to kind of piece together um, the the rest of the year now. So that was the big college basketball moves. Uh, we'll go into uh, some miscellaneous and some Nova Nation. Um, so the NBA is going on right now, and James Harden scored 60 points in three quarters. Anything else you want to touch on for the NBA? Nope. I would say... Uh, Lakers are good. Lakers are good. good. Clippers well, are good. Luka, Scored Luka's are good. nice, though. Luka's, Luka's nice. Luke is killing it in Dallas. The, the triple doubles, which has been, uh, which has been, you know, very fun to watch. I, th- I think now I would move the Raptors ahead of Philly you know, in terms of power rankings, and um, just because I think that Philly is just very dysfunctional. Um, that that shot, I don't know if you guys remember Ben Simmons hoisting up a three, mm. five seconds left, like it was like the last second move. That was just that. Just for me, that defines what Philly is, and I just don't think they're going to get it done this season. I think that you know Toronto, Bucks, Celts are the top three teams in, in no particular order in the East. So I'm kind of curious to see how that shakes out. Yeah, and I think that's definitely something something to look at as well in the NBA. And we'll, oh. we'll keep also Pascal is killing it. Oh yes, yes. Golden State. Even though they suck, he's really going off and shows why he should have been a first round pick. But I don't know if there's anything else to touch on. But he's just balling out. Golden State has great to see. the most losses in the league, which will be something to oh, follow. Look at their roster; they're terrible. Yes, yeah. But well, nice. Pascal is still coming. Nice I think it's yes. Well, I'm sure we'll talk about it more. But this is very much shaping up to Curry and Thompson sit out the full season, get healthy. The Warriors get the number one pick, and they're look back out. at it next year. Yeah, exactly. And they're back next at year's it next gonna year. be scary. Mm-hmm. Though. Uh, being able but, to develop all these young players. So we'll see what happens there in Golden State. The MLB offseason is up and running, and the Chicago White Sox make the yeah. first splash of the offseason, signing as Monty Grandal to a four-year contract. So Grandal bet on himself, turned down a four-year contract from the Mets last year to sign a one-year deal with the Brewers, go back in free agency, and he got paid for it. And now the White Sox seem to be top shooters as well for Zach Wheeler, looking at around a five-year, $100 million deal for him. Conrad, is Chicago about to become a White Sox city? No. <laughs> Just no. 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 But it, it's good to see that the White Sox found that they have money and can spend it. But I, I don't know. It, it would take a lot. Yeah, pretty sure even when they won the series, World Series, yeah, it was it's still, still Cubs, Cubs town. Absolutely. Um, it'll be interesting because I think the, the two teams are trending in opposite directions right now, which is really terrible to say. But... It'll be it'll be interesting to see what the White Sox can do this year with all that young talent 
And yeah, no, I think I think they're definitely upward trending, and their division is dog crap. So they they could be in the playoffs. Who knows? That would be wild. Yeah, th- things will be interesting. And actually, things will continue to be interesting throughout the day. As I bl- just passed eight p.m. was the deadline for teams to tender. Uh, arbitration players contracts so you should be hearing some news kind of throughout the night of uh, players that were non-tendered and see if the free agents how free agency works out Jackie Bradley Jr. a player that seemed like was going up right into the deadline someone that did get non-tendered Chicago Cub Addison Russell just a couple hours ago so he will be a free agent <laughs> yes exactly so the, the Russell era ends in Chicago um, Sad to see it yeah, exactly <laughs> sure it's a, tough to see it happen to such a good guy um <laughs> Into soccer very quickly. Liverpool extends the gap to man over Manchester City to 11 points, and we're sitting Wait, here in December. In first, <laughs> they are in first by eight points over Leicester City. So why, why, is, why is Man City relevant? Because Man City's. City is the billion dollar team. So with Leicester's having an incredible start to the season, but City's oh, the main City's, like, City's, like City's the powerhouse. City's and the powerhouse. So it mind the gap as Liverpool continues to extend that. Merseyside Derby on Wednesday, Liverpool Everton. It's a big game. It'll be a tricky game, actually. It will yeah, being a midweek game. And Isn't Liverpool like the team that like though it's like zero zero like one one to like the eighty fifth minute, and, and then score, one and then they'll three. score like three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they'll yeah. sweat it out. You'll win like five one. You'll be like, oh, that was never a game, but it was a game. Yeah, they've been giving me some heart attacks. Cool. Yeah, and, uh, just watch whenever to beat someone once they you heard it here first. It could happen. Well, they're probably not a win. Well, the, our, the number one goalie for Liverpool is out with through suspension. He got a red card in the last game. So. Oh, that's real what unfortunate. Do? Do do? Uh, he saved the ball like 10, 10 yards outside the box. <laughs> Can't do that. Oh, just, <laughs> just, just threw his hand up and blocked. Yeah, can't, can't do that. Yeah, so, so I got a red card for that. No big, yeah, exactly. Exactly. No big deal. And the Ballon d'Or was also announced today. Lionel Messi took home his sixth. First player to ever win six. Are we a Messi podcast? This is a Messi. This is definitely a Messi show. Yeah, this is a Messi show. Though Virgil van Dyke, the Liverpool defender, should have won it. Came in second. Cristiano Ronaldo in third. Was Ooh, really? Yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Was Solid didn't get a vote? Solid came in fifth. Uh, uh, fourth? Sadio Mane. Oh, uh, uh, <laughs> so you had you had three Liverpool players in the top five. Yeah, cool. It was pretty impressive. Four, four in the top ten. Just going to throw that out there. How's Ronaldinho doing? He's still kicking around? Uh, I think he retired in about 2011. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 he didn't because I had FIFA 13 in the game. So that's, that's just a blatant lie. False news. Yeah, that's a blatant lie. <laughs> uh, Ronaldinho, good time. Was Zlatan still playing, by the way? So, yeah, he's like going back to club. Europe. Yeah, he just signed in Milan today. No he's going way. to AC Milan. Yeah, he's going to AC Milan. What? Yeah, crazy. How's Beckham's team doing in Miami? Uh, they had the expansion draft, so Beckham's team will be starting they in Miami. What's the, what's uh, the just a couple players. Who they, who they, who, who's in the draft? Uh, they just, I, like college kids? Ibrahimovic. No, no players they, from around they, the league. Oh, like everyone gives up three people and they yeah. get from them. Like, yeah. how did the Vegas, how did the gold? That's how Vegas did it. Become like a Stanley Cup team. because they picked, they picked legit players. Well, they took all. Like, they, they took, they took the rejects. Well, that's, 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 that's what's great about the NHL. It was all second happen. rounders. Is you can mm-hmm. protect like nine guys. And you, so, so instead of having like nine forwards that are three first line, three second round, three third line, it's like their top nine, top twelve forwards were all second liners. So like. When oh, so you have a ton of line yeah, two. Yes. Yes. They're deep. Yeah, they're super they, they everyone's were. line two. Oh, every, I got it. Like okay. everyone's like a top well, we sit, like a top three pair defender. So like it was sure, but no one's good. ever explained that to me. Thank you. Yeah, no, it's been that four makes years. Sense. And yeah, and, and Mark Andre yes. yes. revitalized his career. One goalie as well. So they got Mark Andre and he revitalized his career. Yeah, yes. He was terrible before he came there. Yeah, he had some. He was amazing, then bad, and now he's amazing again. And now he's back to being a good goalie. But he was very good that year. Like you can save one goalie. 
little sidebar, by the way. Uh, when, the Ra- when the Raiders move to Las Vegas, if I'm an away team going into Las Vegas, I'm terrified of like, you should if be. I'm a coach, what yeah. on yep. earth my players are going to do on a Friday night in Vegas if they have a game on Sunday? Mm-hmm. I'm, well, terrified yeah, for I'm not flying team. out until Saturday. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not getting there until five hours, four days. <laughs> I'm <laughs> flying out Sunday care. morning. Yeah, I don't care. I think I think by NBA league rule you have to get there. Like the yeah, I, I, I believe so. I'm getting, them, I'm getting them at the hotel at midnight. I don't care. <laughs> You're not going out. It's like your that. job. It, it, it is. Yeah, you think. Yeah, and then you get Vontaze Perfect on your team. And, <laughs> well, can't be found. Not on everyone, not everyone or those Cardinals guys. Like, Let's calm down. Oh yes. Yeah. Exactly. Tom Brady's going out in Vegas the night before the game. Or or Josh Shaw that bet on his team and got suspended for the year. So that's that's a tough look. President's Cup Sherwood. Yeah, next week. Uh, what did Adam Scott tell the Australian yeah, fans? Yeah, Adam Scott said not to cheer on Tiger. Also, we were gone. <laughs> yeah, that was great. I saw that. I yeah, saw that. we were gone when Tiger picked himself as a playing captain. Awesome. Which is awesome. No, Wait, did you know this? Uh, can Sherwood explain? Yeah, it's like you get three. It's, what is it? Six qualifiers. It's top eight qualifiers. It's eight qualifiers each year for the President's Cup and Ryder Cup that are, um, you know, that make it for Team Europe, USA, for, yep. pre- or for Ryder. Obviously, the world is the President's Cup, and he had three captains picked. Uh, Tiger picked. Who did he, he, pick? he picked Ricky. He picked. Uh, no, Ricky came in because um, Kepka pulled out. Oh, no, yeah. but he picked uh, classic. That's so <laughs> yeah. classic. The guy that exactly um, guy from Kansas who won the U.S. Open in Pebble Beach. Why am I blanking on his name? Oh, um, oh, he picked. Um, why? Why am I blanking on his name? Uh, um, Gary Woodland. Gary Woodland. Yes, but Gary Woodland. Say. He picked. I forgot who the second guy was, and then he picked himself as the third, which I think it, he's hot. He's, the, the man's is very hot. Wait, he picked the, he picked Brooks and Brooks and no. Brooks, <laughs> Brooks qualified. No, Brooks he was qualified. An yeah. qualifier. Oh, so he's Ricky like so Tiger's him. like a playing coach, but basically like the which I love it. The, I love it. No, no, no. he picked he picked Patrick Reed twenty three on himself. Okay. Gary Woodland, I think, was, was already qualified. Yeah, well, like the the um uh captain vice captains. I love that it's. Vice captain, yes. Um, they really don't do it. Like they just travel around the golf carts. Uh, so it's they, like the boys, like the hype mm-hmm. squad. All the, oh. Yeah, they're the hype squad, and all they do is basically set the lineups of seeing okay who plays together. So like in 2016, when we won the Ryder Cup, it was fit like the big pairing was um, Bill and Ricky. 2014 was Jordan and Patrick Reed. So it's kind of uh, seen. Okay, cool. Especially too in like the uh, alternate shot is you have to play the same ball. So it's like whose ball, you know, whose shots can help set up the other one as opposed to. If one guy likes to fade it, one guy likes to draw it in, then they're going to be playing, you know, the different, opposite, they're yeah. gonna be playing different sides of the fairway. Interesting. So it's yeah, figuring ab- it out. Absolutely. And Tennessee State 25. Um, so we're done. But yeah. uh, football lost a heartbreaker 45 yeah. 44 to Southeastern Louisiana on a missed extra point and a phantom offensive pass interference. Really yeah. tough, that tough way for the happen. season to end, especially with how good Daniel Smith was in the rest of that team. So just definitely brutal to watch Villanova. So just definitely brutal to watch Villanova come out of the playoff there. And sure, what do you think of the Irishman? like to paint house. Alex Penhouse. It was a really good movie. Really That's good all movie. we have very time for. Good, great <laughs> Three and a half hours. But very, very good. But yeah, very enjoyable. So thank you so much to everyone for listening. We will be back on next Monday night. For Conrad Bayer, Ben Moy, Matt Wood, executive producer Jack Sherwood. I'm Pat Zang. Thank you so much for listening. This is Round Chipper. Go Cats. Go Bills. Go Cats.